I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap. I'm your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined as always by Shelley Verstraight. We are taking a look at the series against the Royals that just ended. And then we will dive into a preview of the upcoming series against Oakland, uh, the Red Sox are red hot right now finally uh it was not an easy sweep Shelley, but they did sweep uh yeah uh you really had to uh those those first couple games it was uh it was amazing that we actually won them but yeah it was a nice little four game sweep here actually it's like a seven game sweep against the royals so definitely something interesting yeah they this is a this has been a tough team here for the Red yeah. Sox. And uh, <laughs> with the exception of today, finally, it was easy today. We'll get to that uh, in due time, starting, as always, with Game 1 on Monday. Uh, pitching matchup there, Richards versus Duffy. This was a wild one, but I mean, the first two were pretty wild. Uh, Richards did not have a great start. Uh, however, after the second inning and giving up five runs, he was able to settle down a bit and retire the last 12 outs uh, from his outing without giving up a run. Um, but uh, damage was kind of done there. Um, testing out a new grip on his changeup, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, for the first time. Shelly, what was your evaluation of that? Uh, 
I I have no idea. Like this was <laughs> just a, a seriously, this was a cluster F game. Uh, just watching Richards, like you could just tell in like in the first and second inning, uh, he just looked absolutely lost on the mound. Like you could just tell just watching him that he just looked defeated. He didn't know what to do. Um, but then he was like slowly kind of like incorporating like this this change up. He was just doing like so many different things in a in this start and that is just what was just like mind-boggling to me just seeing i mean i don't recall any starter making such like a drastic like pitch mix change just everything so yeah it was it was a really odd start and i i i i don't know where i stand with richards right now i'm just i'm so confused same i'm right there with you i mean it was nice to see him settle down over the uh, the last however many innings um, that he pitched, his last three and two-thirds there. But he gave up 11 hits. Um, I know a lot of them did come in the first two innings. There was a um, couple singles, three-run homer, and there was two more hits in the second inning. So the, I think about half of them happened in the first two innings, but that's still far too many hits. And to be like working on a pitch – I don't know if I feel strong enough about the the last three and two-thirds innings to be like, oh, yeah, no, he got to figure it out, so the next start will be fine. But it doesn't seem like the Red Sox are really inclined to make a change. They're going to roll him out there and see what happens, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, we saw you know Tanner Houck. I think he's made two or three starts down in AAA. I mean, he's only going about four or five innings, so they're still trying to stretch him out as well. But yeah, I think that they're just gonna let just Richards go out there and just, you know, see what happens. Let's just see what he does out there, which is an interesting strategy. It sure is. Uh, Kike Hernandez led off with a home run for the second consecutive game. Hunter Renfro added two more dingers. And I believe that was it for the homers. Oh, Bobby Dahlbeck also hit one. Yep. And... um, that was pretty much all the offense. The Red Sox came from behind yet again in this one and won game one, six to five. Game two, Nick Pavetta, Brad Keller. Red Sox again came back in this game, came coming back three times. Uh, Pavetta was not strong um, in this start. He only lasted four and a third, gave up nine hits, six turn runs. Do you feel like this is just a blip? Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, when I was watching this game, uh, it, it just kind of uh, just felt like, you know, you just saw a pitcher that just wasn't having just a good day. Like, it was definitely a different type of vibe than what Richards was giving off on that in that first game against uh, Kansas City. Yeah, Pavetta just, it just wasn't, his stuff just wasn't as crisp. I just, I, I really do think that this is just a blip. It kind of stinks that it, this particular blip came against Kansas City, which is not necessarily known for all their offense, but I I definitely still just, I feel okay with Pavetta. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. Five strikeouts, um, two walks, nine hits over his four and a third. It wasn't great, yeah. but I mean, it was off the heels of uh, seven no-hit innings um, against a much stronger offense, so um, it does feel a little bit out of place 
based off of his recent results. I still feel like and his uh, spin rates aren't haven't been really impacted at all with these uh, substance checks. So mm-hmm. it still feels like he's in a good spot within the rotation. So uh, no home runs from the Red Sox in this one. However, uh, two hits from Hernandez, two hits from Martinez, two hits from Bobby Dalbuck. Lots of hits on the Red Sox side. Uh, after Pavetta left, Yaxel Rios, Darwin's and Hernandez, Adam Onovino, and Matt Barnes went four and two-thirds of shutout ball with six strikeouts. Bullpen is staying strong. Love it. All of that led to a 7-6 win for the Red Sox. Two comeback wins in two days. Game three, Martin Perez versus Mike Miner. Um, started off with a rain delay, then there was another rain delay in the middle. Um, Perez, uh, five innings pitched in this one. Five and a third innings pitched. Uh, seven hits, two runs. It was kind of that typical five innings, two runs start from Perez. Uh, what did you think of his start? Um shrug um i mean it's 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 kind of like what you want from perez in my opinion i mean when what he was doing earlier in this in, in the season like was like really amazing you're like okay maybe we have a three number four type guy but no no Mar, you know perez like this is what you want you know he goes you know a five and a third innings he gives up a few hits yeah but he only gives up two run runs he gets two strikeouts it's kind of okay it's just you know the martin perez outing like that's this is totally what you expect and i'm totally fine if he gives us this every you know fifth game absolutely exactly what you're looking for and that's basically what he's done all year just five innings two runs uh red sox again came back in this one jd martinez with a home run hunter renfro with a home run jd martinez was just an absolute fire this whole series um, as well as some other hitters, uh, but mainly J.D. Martinez, who now has a, uh, damn it, I really should have wrote this down before we start recording, some absurd on-base streak. <laughs> Good for him. That, that was a great little tidbit. Glad I could provide that. <laughs> um, Red Sox uh, fell behind one nothing in the second and then came back for a third straight come-from-behind victory against these overly pesky Royals. Uh, for a 6-2 victory, and that led to today when finally the Red Sox realized, oh, hey, we're playing the Royals. <laughs> and unloaded after a late night last night, early afternoon start here, and the Red Sox just poured it on. Uh, Nathan Evaldi versus Chris Bubik. Bubik was um, really lucky to get out of the first inning with it only being one to nothing. <laughs> um, but then it didn't get much better from there. Uh, as the Red Sox jumped all over him and chased him from the game. Uh, Devers and Santana both had five RBIs. Uh, Hernandez hit another leadoff home run, his third in five games. And Ace Evaldi was back. Seven innings of shutout baseball, just what the doctor ordered. Struck out six, walked none, gave up five hits. Boy, did he look good. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, I really, honestly, I really wish I could have watched this game. Like, I was, uh, I was, uh, you know, I was telling you prior to us recording, um, I did not realize today was a day game, and I was at work, and my Apple Watch was just going off, and I'm just like, oh, things are happening, and I can't see. 
Uh, but, you know, just looking back at the stat line, like, I I just, ugh, I need to go back and just, like, rewatch because it's like, that that is like prime Eovaldi right there. And then just Devers and Danny Santana, of all people, just going off, you know, getting five RBI. Um, man, I just really wish I could see it. It just really stinks that it was a, a, a day game that I, you know, couldn't put on my iPad at work. Yeah, I felt the same way. Uh I did at least see the replay of Devers' three-run homer nice. uh, on Twitter as I was scrolling uh, at one point, so at least I saw that. But I did catch up on everything else that happened. Um, Matt Andres followed with two innings, two strikeouts, did give up one run uh, in the ninth. Red Sox hitters threw the eight opportunities that they went up to the plate, scored in six. Runs all over the place. One in the first, four in the fourth, four in the fifth. Three in the sixth, one in the seventh, two more in the eighth. A 15-1 to victory for the Red Sox. And that makes them the first Major League Baseball team to 52 wins because they played before uh, the Giants today. <laughs> so <laughs> beat the Giants to 52 wins. They have the best record in the American League. Second in the majors, only behind the Giants. Looking pretty darn good. Take that, West Shelley Coast. Hoop. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> Just in time for a couple West Coast series. Yep. Uh, who is your pick, or who are you giving the award uh, to for MVP of the series? It's got to be JD, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he totally went off this series. So, yeah, it's definitely, for me, it's JD. Yep, I'm right there with you. Nice. Devers had a good series. Bogarts had a good series. Um. Danny Santana had a really good day. Verdugo had a couple <laughs> multi-hit games in there. Uh, but J.D. Martinez just clobbered the entire series. Hit a few home runs today. Kike Hernandez, uh, Santana, Devers, and J.D. Martinez all homered. Four-game sweep. Nice. We will take a quick break and be right back to preview series against Oakland. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. All right, as we mentioned, Red Sox 52 and or 51 
and uh, 31 in first place in the AL East. And they are going up again. They have a three-game series here against Oakland, who is 48 and 35. One game pack of the Astros in the West. They've been kind of going back and forth all year. Oakland came to town earlier and took two out of three against the Red Sox. Now we're heading out West, riding a major hot streak, eight and two in the last 10. Uh, pitching matchups for this series, Eduardo Rodriguez versus Frankie Montas, Garrett Richards versus Cole Irvin, and Nick Pavetta versus James Caprillion. Shelly, what is your analysis of those matchups? Um, I, I, I feel okay. Uh, two out of three of them. Um, you know, Rodriguez with his, you know, his last start um, against the Yankees, he looked great. Um, so that gives me a little bit more confidence. I know that the Yankees offense is maybe uh, surprisingly not as uh, lethal um, as Oakland's, but I, I'm feeling a little bit okay. Garrett Richards, I have no idea. And Pavetta, I think it, this would be a good time for him to kind of bounce back. Yeah. Richard's matchup is interesting because Cole Irvin has had a lot of success this year. He's actually having a pretty decent year. However, he just doesn't strike people out. Yeah. Uh, and a team like the Red Sox, who over the past like two weeks have like barely struck out, mm-hmm. uh, and they've been really aggressive, and a team that likes to hit the ball, uh, seems like a recipe for disaster yeah. for Mr. Irvin there. But I'm not entirely sure what to make of his season because it is weird. Weird stat line. Yep. Yep, I, I totally agree. Um, that that Saturday that Saturday game is going to be an interesting an interesting watch because you don't know what you're going to get from Richards. You don't know what the offense is going to how they're going to handle Cole Irvin. So yeah, that's going to be a very intriguing one. Yeah, uh, Caprillion, who I believe made his original debut against the Red Sox in that that original uh, that season series earlier in the year. Yeah, uh, is four and two with a three point oh six ERA. 52 strikeouts and 50 innings. That's not going to be an easy matchup there for Pavetta. Uh, Frankie Montas, however, is not having a great season. A lot of strikeouts, 92 in 87.2 thirds innings. Um, but giving up a lot of runs, a lot of hard hit balls. So, uh, interesting series for the Red Sox bats. It seems like it would trend in their favor, the way that these pitchers have been performing. But uh, then again, we I also thought that uh, they would have cruised through that Kansas City series, and that was not the case. That was really tough. Yep. <laughs> so... Who knows? Who knows exactly? Uh, who is your prediction for MVP and the series? Um, I think that we take two out of three, and I think that um, the MVP is going to be um, Kike Hernandez. Um, he has been really hot at the you know the top of the lineup, so maybe he can keep it going. I'm going to go Devers. Seems like he was yep. having a hot streak as well. Yep, yep. Uh, I guess real quick, we didn't really analyze the bats there for the athletics. Uh, Matt Olson seems to be leading the way. 20 homers, batting 287. Uh, he does strike out a lot, so there's uh, some room there to maneuver for Red Sox pitchers. Ramon Laureano having a good season. 13 homers and 8 steals. Uh, Mark Kana also, 11 homers, 7 steals. That. I would not have expected that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, I have Mark Canha in a couple of uh, uh, you know fantasy baseball leagues, but he's actually injured right now, so that gives our our team, not my fantasy baseball team, but our team, um, a little bit of a reprieve there. Great. Yep. 
good news. Matt Chapman not having a great year, hitting 226 with a whole buttload of strikeouts, 100 so far. That's a lot. Yikes. Down year for him. All righty, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for listening. We will be back with you uh, probably in the middle of next week. Yep. Bye.